Greetings, this is Not Cherokee Billy, and welcome. Greetings, this is Cherokee Billy, and welcome to uh, the Sacred Path Radio Program. And today we're going to be discussing surviving pet loss. And joining me is my dear friend Ray. Hi, Ray. Good morning. Yes, we're here again. Another bright, beautiful day. Yeah. Um, anyway, we're here to discuss a very painful subject for people. Losing a pet. You know, our pets, more and more, they've always been a connection for people, but more and more in our world, they're like the only real loves we have, the ones we really trust. They are it. And that is, you know, a sad thing, but they are the most honest in reality. I agree. You know, they give you love unconditionally. If they don't love you, you're going to know that as well. They know it. And, you know, when you lose a pet, you know, you, you just, the shock, the grief is enormous and overwhelming. No two ways around it. You and I have both been there. I think losing my first adult pet, I call it that because, you know, you have pets when you're with your family, but when you're on your own and it was your pet, it's very different. And mine, um, she wasn't real old, and she had cancer and uh, the urethra, and it was inoperable, and it was devastating to me. And I did everything back then. I even did chemotherapy, trying my very best to keep her alive. And there came a point where I said, no more. That's it. I saw her not having no quality of life. And I let her go, but it was a very hard loss for me. And, you know, I've lost many pets since, but hers was definitely the most devastating because I could not leave her alone for four months. She had to be 24-hour care. She had a tube in her to you had to drain for urination, many things. So it hit me very hard. Now, you want to add something there, Ray? Uh, sure. I, I mean, if it's pets for me, anyhow, uh, are uh, worth their weight in gold. When, whenever you're oh, sad, yeah. you know, they, they may come up and just lay on you. They know what's going on with you. What, you know, uh, no matter what, uh, they, they just, they're, they're caring, uh, a lot more caring than a lot of people I know. Uh, absolutely. And, and I mean, if you know, if you're hurting, uh, if you're crying, uh, I've already had a dog out when I was crying. Uh, you know, lick my tears. Uh, oh yeah. So, and I mean, it's it's just like you know, I had another dog at the last, probably at the last minute or two minutes, or uh, would just look at me and and like take his last breath, looking at me. So, I mean, the dog yeah. knew that I cared, uh, and that was two of them. Uh, and so, Very I nice. mean, it, it, yeah, there, there's just a lot there that uh, with animals that people, and I don't understand how people could abuse animals, but they do. Yes, I agree on that. Well, last night I had a client call me, a new person, and she was devastated by the loss of her dog. and. She couldn't stop being hysterical. It took a lot of time for me just to calm her down so I could 
tell her what I was getting from her pet, you know, because she was blaming herself, which is something I want people to pay attention to this. They blame themselves over euthanasia. There is nothing to blame yourself over. Euthanasia is a humane thing. You're releasing that beautiful soul peacefully, quietly, gently. My last pet, Tigre, that had to be put to sleep, the man who has worked for me many years, Renee, he never understood that. When I had to put my cat Isis down several years before, he used to say to me, you killed her, you killed her. And I kept saying, no, I put her to sleep. Well, anyway, he was with the vet when uh, Tigre was being uh, injected. And afterwards, he came back. I said, how was it? And he said one word, peaceful. He never, ever accused me again of killing my pets. He got it. He saw what it was. And it is a peaceful, beautiful release. And they are a soul. They do live on. They are going to be there when we get over there. No two ways around it. You know, people hear about the Rainbow Bridge, but many people don't know where that came from. Well, it's a Native American teaching. And the teaching was, when you die, you come to this bridge. And on the other side of the bridge is every animal you've ever encountered, not just your pets, you know, every animal. And they decide whether you pass on into the heavenly kingdom or not. And let's take an example. These people who, for sport, kill animals just for sport. Think about that. Where are they going to get when they get across, get to that bridge? How many animals are going to say, wait a minute, you had no compassion on me? Uh Uh-uh. And that's kind of what the Rainbow Bridge is. Well, even back in the uh, back back in the day, uh, I'm talking about the 1800s. Uh, you know, so many people, so so many buffalo hunters, uh, oh, Native gosh. Americans were were. That's how they survived. You know, and they used every part Absolutely. of that buffalo for whatever. And, and a lot of them just just killed them for skins. For for heads, whatever the case may be, but they did not use every piece of that buffalo. A lot of it no. in the movie Dances with Wolves, they showed you, you know, uh, uh, buffalo laying all over the place that just the hides were gone. And yeah, yeah I mean it's just ridiculous. And it's and uh, yes, to sir. me, I look, to me, I look at it as if you, you if you have to put an animal down, uh, it, it's better to put them down and have them suffer. Uh, Absolutely. As hard as that is, uh, you know, me, I don't want to see an animal suffer, uh, no No. matter what it is. Uh, You know, it's better to put an animal down than to see the animal suffer. Absolutely. And, again, it's a gentle release, and they do move on into the heavenly kingdom. I think a lot of people have a difficult time understanding that animals are in the spirit world, that they do move on there. I think that's one of the problems. But if you can grasp the fact that they do live on, you will uh, not be so burdened when you face that pet loss. Now, one other subject is uh, when it's sudden, like a pet just suddenly gets sick and boom, they're gone in a few hours. That is a very hard one. Also, if a pet is, say, hit by a car or attacked by another animal and gone. I've had clients. I can't ever forget this one lady. 
her little dog, I forget what breed it was, but it was uh, in the backyard, and a coyote came along and took that dog, boom, right then. You know, and devastating loss. Devastating. Those are very hard. But again, having faith, that magic word, faith, having faith and knowing that there is life after death can help you get through one of the most difficult times in your life. And not only with animals, not only with your pets, but with things in general. Uh, and sometimes, you know, it's, it's, it's extremely hard to have faith because what you, what you want, what you pray for, what, whatever is going on and you don't get, then it, it, it begins to have, it begins to get tough to, to have faith. But I'm, and I've been there the more times you shake stick at, uh, just like you, Billy, uh, you know, I mean, it's just, you, you gotta have that faith, you, you know, uh, because if you don't, then we're in a world That's of, a problem. Uh, uh, of trouble. Well, you know, faith is not always easy because it's believing in something you can't see. But my analogy of faith is like this. You can't see the wind. You can't see the air. But yet you see the effect of the wind moving the trees, whatever. You see the effect. And that's what faith is. See the effect. You may not see God. You may not feel God. But look for the effect and you will find it. That's faith. Exactly. And and there's a verse in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. It says, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And that's what you have to hold on to. Faith is not easy for many people. It wasn't for me. But when I got it, I got it. And well, that's what you need to remember. It's like, and I'm going to paraphrase this, uh, you know, Jesus said, you know, he says, for you, for the disciples, you guys are, you know, you guys see me. So it's going to be easier for you than for the people who don't see me. Very uh, well said. And, yeah. So, I mean, that was, I he was right. Phrase, but, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, because it is, you know, harder and more difficult, especially in our technological world very difficult for people to grasp it. That's why people need to spend time in quiet if you can in nature. Nature's a wonderful way to connect with God, period. That's my opinion. Well, I personally I like, this is for me I, I don't know why but I mean I like just to be out in the woods by myself where it's quiet you hear the birds chirping, you hear you know, the chipmunks running around or, or the squirrels. Oh, yeah. Uh, for, me that, for me, that's peaceful. And you are connecting to the creator, God, whatever you want to call it, people. I use the word God kind of generically, but, you know, whatever you call it, doesn't matter. Whatever religion, whatever belief you have, it doesn't matter. There is a divine presence, plain and simple, and and they do care for us. And I know that animals... They know what God is. They know it instinctively. They don't have to be taught. They don't need to go to Sunday school. They know what God is. And one thing, I was reading an article the other day about does your pet know when it's dying? Not maybe at first, but pets do know 
they understand death, unfortunately they do, but they also understand God, which is hard for people to to think about, but they do. They understand far more than us lowly little humans. They know it instinctively. It's like um, take an animal who, say, has been brought up in a home where everybody speaks English, and suddenly the animal is in a home only speaking Spanish. That animal will understand the Spanish instantly. I've seen it myself, and I know that it happens. And how? that's how intuitive they are, how much they don't listen to words as much as they see the symbols of what you're saying, if that makes any sense. Animals well, have an innate ability. Go ahead. It, it, it's just like uh, anything else. It's not uh, what you do. It's how you do it. It's not what you say, it's how you say it. If you uh, and I've got that from the horses. Uh, I'm, as you know, I'm a I'm a horse nut. Uh, people, uh, it, it, you can tell you can tell the the horse to shut up in a very calm way, and then you know do something with the reins. But the horse goes with uh, how it's done. It was said, versus, yeah. How it was said versus how. Uh, you know, I, I mean, you could say, good boy, shut up. And, and uh, you know, he's going to react a totally different way than you say, good boy, okay, let's be quiet. Uh, you know, it, it's yeah. like day and night. It is. And as you know, because you've worked with horses, and I've channeled many, horses are incredibly sensitive. Woo! Uh, I think one of the most sensitive animals on the planet. You know, they they react faster than any I've ever seen. And they're subject often to spiritual attacks. That's another thing people don't realize is it doesn't happen often, but animals can be attacked spiritually, just like a human. They can have a possession. There's many things that can occur. I don't want to get too much in that because we're talking about how you survive it. And let's go into some other areas of how you can deal with this situation. One thing is remembering your pet. Talk about the good times. Remember the good times. Don't dwell on, say they died a terrible death, a tragic death. Try to focus on the good, the sweet memories, the kind memories, the funny memories of your pet. That's going to help you a lot. And doing a memorial for your pet. You can do one in a garden. You can do one in your home. There's many ways where you can set up a special place. And like if you have their ashes, maybe set it up with flowers, candles. Make it a beautiful place so you honor that pet. And they know that you're honoring them. Remember, they're still a spirit. And they see you and they know what you're doing to remember them. And these are things you can do to help you. You're going to cry. You're going to mourn. But you have to make yourself focus on the good times. That will help you get through it and not those last few minutes. This is something uh, like the lady I spoke about last night had problems with the fact that she put her pet to sleep. And she was upset because, you know, when they do the sedation, the pet is sedated, plain and simple. And she felt like the pet wasn't hearing her. And I said, no, they hear you all the way through to the very end. How I know is I've been with them and I have not been able to be 
with my pets, but I've been on the phone and I talk to them the whole time they're sedated all the way through till it is finished and I know they hear me. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's, and sometimes they will hang on for the very last second. Uh, when, when you talk to them the very last second, uh, even though it's like my one dog, uh, he just looked at me, uh, and uh, I should say she, she looked at me and, and, and it was like, I said, you know, I said, I know it's time. I said, it's okay. And, uh, I mean, it's like she took her last breath and that was it, but she did hear me. And I still, right. I, I mean, I still see her and some of my other pets running around, uh, just having fun. You know, uh, with, yeah. with my horse. Because, yeah. you know, if you can meditate, pray, whatever that gets you into the space, like Ray's talking about, where you can see into the spirit world, it is very comforting. It really is. But that's not always easy. I do a special service called Guided Journey into Spirit, where I take you into the spirit world, and you can talk face-to-face with your pets, your deceased loved ones, whoever. If you're interested, check out my website, CherokeeBillySpiritualAdvisor.com, and learn more about it. Because I have taken people to talk specifically to their pet in the spirit, and it happens. It's it's really fascinating. I mean, again, I've astral projected many, many times into the spirit world, and um, that brings up the uh, my my pet Isis. A cat, when she passed, I'd never done this with any before, but when she passed, I went with her into the spirit world. And when we got over to the other side, there she was next to me, and there was that bridge. But on the other side of the bridge, there was my father holding this one little dog he loved of mine. And she was holding her, and Isis had never met my father. But the minute she saw him, she ran across that bridge, jumped up into his other arm. And the three of them stood there looking at me as if to say, we will be here when you come, when it's your time. And that was an astounding thing for me. And I did it again with my second cat, Tigre, who passed. I went with her. It's a much longer story. But the point is, I've been there when they pass and when they get to the other side. I've seen it, and I know what it's like for them. So there's a lot to animals and spirituality, plain and simple. And if you listen to them, uh, they will tell you, hey, it's going to be okay. I'll see you again. Uh, It did for me anyhow. I mean, uh, the, the last two dogs I had, it was that's the way it was, you know. I, you know, I'll see you again, no problem. Uh, exactly. You know, th- yeah. Thanks for being good to me, whatever the case. You know, uh, I, I can't remember exactly what they said, but you know, it was basically thanks for being good to me, and I'll see you again, yeah. and we'll play. Exactly, and you can't ask for much more than that, you know. No. And you will be reunited. There's a movie. Many people have never heard of it or seen it. It's not an old movie. It's called The Shack. It is the best movie I've ever seen about knowing the spirituality of God and seeing what the spirit world is like. It is so accurate. I recommend renting or looking through Netflix, whatever, The Shack. I'll 
brilliant movie. Absolutely accurate in every way. And it's also a book. It was a bestseller. I read the book long before the movie was made. But I'm just saying, watch that. and It'll give you a lot of faith about many things, not just your pet, but yourself. Yeah, you, you, you do feel sad uh, when the pet passes. Uh, believe me, I, I understand that. Uh, and I oh, still, yes. every once in a while, start feeling sad because... I don't see, you know, I don't see the dogs that I had. Uh, now I got two cats, but, you know, not the dogs that I had, but, you know, you do feel sad. But if you listen hard enough and, you're, and it's quiet enough, uh, you could almost hear them barking or, or telling you, hey, yes. it's okay, no problem. Yes, and getting in that quiet. I mentioned a minute ago about, the guy journey the spirit I do. This was a few months ago. A lady called me and had ordered this, and I told her, "Well, you need to be in complete silence for this to work." She says, "I got kids and animals. I don't know how I'm going to do it." I said, "I can't help you with that, but I'm telling you what you must do." Well, the day of our appointment, our time, I called. She had rented a hotel room so she could be in total quiet, and she got the full experience of it. And I didn't tell her to do that. It was her own thoughts. But I thought, this lady really wants these answers. And she wanted uh, to talk with her parents, and she got a full conversation with them. Quite remarkable. Well, I know about that. You took me into the spirit world, and and I've seen, uh, to make it short, I've seen stuff that I would have never thought that I'd seen. And talk to, you know, whoever, you know, never, you know, talk to people that I haven't seen or or haven't seen forever. And, uh, I mean, you, you've done that, uh, you know. And like I said, you know, with, with the pets, uh, I've seen my pets running around. Uh, they're not literally running around here on Earth, but they're running around with, with, with the, the rest spirit of world. Pets. Yeah, in right. the spirit world with the rest of my pets. You know, I'm glad that you mentioned that I did that journey in spirit with you. I don't even remember doing it, Ray. That's the truth. But, you know, I do so much, I can't recall everything. But I'm glad we did it together. I know we did so many things. You took every class I ever taught. You did it. And I'm, I mean, you're the only person who's ever graduated from everything. And that's why I like having you on this program because you've learned so much. I know what you know, and I know you're going to deliver what's truthful. Yeah, I mean, it, for me, to, to, have, to give people uh, false hope is, is, to me, it's never a good thing. Uh, false no. hope is just, uh, it's the work of the, the devil as far as I'm concerned. You know, it's better off being honest than than having false hope. Yes. And, uh, again, what we talk about here in this program, it comes from our experience, our interaction. We're not talking about something that we've never experienced. Everything I do on this program, I do it for a reason. And pet loss is one of the biggest. And, by the way, many of you may not know it, but I have a, a group on Facebook 
Beyond the Bridge Pet Grief Support for Pet Parents. And it's very helpful. You can go in and write about your pet, and you'll get a lot of comments, a lot of love and feedback. So if you haven't been over, check out my Facebook pet group. You will like it. And, uh, you know, it's always rewarding to see people coming together in a loving way and supporting one another. That we need more of in our world today. Absolutely. I mean, people just... uh I mean, I, I've had people when I, especially when I lost uh, my alley, uh, I told them, uh, you know, I had people say, well, it's just a dog. Don't worry about it. It's not <laughs> just a dog. For me, I look at it as part of the family. Uh, Absolutely. You, you know, it's, it, uh, unfortunately, and I'm not going to get into it, but, you know, my pets are, are you know, Allie and Alex, they were like more family to me than than some of my family. Uh, you know, Absolutely. I mean, I could I could see them. Oh, I I uh, can relate to that one. Yeah, I I, I could see them, um, you know, going on and saying this and saying that. But you know, the pets they just they, they just look at you and uh, Alex. I, I couldn't find him. I couldn't find him. I thought somebody left him go. And uh, come to find out, I, I finally found him, and then he basically looked up at me. I mean, I I believe he was already gone. Looked up at me and went and exhaled, and that was it. But uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, it was it, it just pets are more they they care more about you than than people know. Most people, than people yeah. feel, and they're Absolutely. they're they are like part of the family, you know. Absolutely, uh, and they will. And it doesn't matter what the pet is. You know, we've talked about dogs, cats, horses. I've had parakeets that were astounding. And, I mean, their loyalty and love, unbelievable. It really yeah. I, so it's all animals. It doesn't matter what the animal. I've even had mice as pets that I, I had a big connection to. Well, I can't say I've had that. <laughs> yeah, well, I've, I've had, had many those. unusual pets, turtles. Guinea pigs. I love turtles. Never yeah. had a guinea pig, but I've had mice as pets. And they were really incredible little beings. I mean, they all are so unique, all animals. I just, I don't think there's an animal I haven't, I have met that I haven't loved. You know, what I'd like to meet is an elephant. I'd love to have communication with an elephant. I think that would be so fascinating. That's my big dream. Well, they are supposed to be extremely intelligent. Ooh, the ancient knowledge they carry in them is unbelievable. You know, they're worshipped over in India. You know, they're sacred. And yeah. I can understand that because I feel they carry that ancestral knowledge more than a lot of... I feel that with whales as well as dolphins. You know, those particular animals just seem to really have the ancient knowledge within them. Yeah, the, the dolphins they, they they protect you when uh, you you think all hope is lost. They will come and protect you. They do their best, that's for sure. But you know, there's so many different types of animals. But we're talking mainly, of course, with the day-to-day pets. You know that people have dogs, yeah. cats, birds, fish. Yeah, I, I've communicated with fish, even pet fish. 
you know, it's just amazing how much intelligence these animals have. Every time it just fascinates me and literally blows my mind. Now, we're coming up here to about the last minute and a half. So any final thoughts you want to share, Ray? Uh, just, you know, I mean, with, with the pet, uh, you know, if you lose a pet, hopefully you don't, well, pets don't live as long as we do. Uh, but, That's you know, the sad you part. Pet, yeah, and I wish they would. Uh, they, you sure. know, just, just try to, uh, you know, talk to them. Uh, it, it's going to be tough, but, you know, it, it, it will get better. It will yes. get better. You know, grief will always be there, but it does get better, and it does ease up. It's just the first initial shock, and the first few months are very, very hard. But, again, there's ways to work on it, and if you have a problem, you can contact me, and I can help you with grief and pet loss. I do that for people all the time, and it's something that I'm really grateful I can do. And, Ray, I thank you always for being here with me. You really make this show better for me and I know people love hearing from you so thank you for well, taking your time out each week to do this I really appreciate I'm it happy I, can, happy I can do it amen well our time is up so thank you okay. everybody God thank bless you. God bye. bless bye With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.